For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Yeah, thanks for having me on. It's pretty interesting because they said, and look, Florida State's been looking to do this uh, for months and months and months, long before they got snubbed uh, by the by the college football playoffs. But if you read the the thirty eight page complaint that they filed today in Tallahassee, it starts right off. The first sentence says the stunning exclusion of the ACC's undefeated football champion. Hmm. Um, but it uses the, fo- the the being left out of the out of the college football playoff to say that hey this. It crystallizes the years of failure uh, by the ACC to fulfill its most fundamental commitments. It, it basically argues that the ACC has 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 failed, has failed to monetize the schools in its league in, in a proper way. And um, they're asking a judge to basically rule that the ACC's exit fee and its grant of rights are unenforceable penalties, and and teams should be able to come and go as they please. Now, if if I'm a school or, or if I'm the ACC and I'm like, uh, you all signed this, Florida State, along with every other school. Like when the grant of rights kind of re-upped back in 2016, everyone signed this. So it's not like this is some like, wait a second, hold on, some fine print thing. Every school in the ACC from Boston College all the way down to Miami, they all signed this. Yeah, the, the Florida State's argument is that the ACC, you know, the ACC has duties financial duties to its member schools and that they are in breach of contract of those duties that um, they are their agent as far as, uh, you know, they're, they're Florida state's agent, they're North Carolina's agent, NC state's agent when it comes to negotiating these deals and to, they have not lived up to their end of this contract between the school and the conference. And so they're, and, and they're arguing that um, whatever penalties are in place for the grant of rights, are supposed to be estimates that have some com- um, some correlation to actual market values, and and that the fact that the the grant of rights has gone up so much, or the penalties to leave the league has gone up so much, while revenue to the league has not, um, indicates that this is an unenforceable penalty uh, in their mind, and they they're asking the judge to to find it such and and reduce those penalties to zero. So if they are, by the way, Brian Murphy, WRL Sports investigative reporter, joining us here on the Adam Gold Show. Let's say Florida State's successful with this. Let's say they're able to successfully challenge the grant of rights in the ACC. Who's to say that not just North Carolina State, Duke, Clemson, or anyone else in the ACC can challenge it, but who's to say that an SEC school won't challenge their grant of rights or the Big Ten won't challenge theirs or any other school in any other conference? What kind of precedent does this set? Well, no, no one has challenged the grant of rights yet, um, and I, I doubt that anyone, um, I doubt that anyone in the SEC or the Big Ten would challenge their grant of rights um, for a long time. And I'll have to go check. The SEC didn't even have a buyout. If you wanted to leave hmm. the SEC, all you had to do was send a letter and leave the SEC. There you go. Um, that's how strong. That's how strongly they felt that teams would not want to leave that league. Um, I, I, you know, yes, this would be a huge precedent for for not only conferences. But for television networks, remember, it's the TV networks that want these grant of rights because they, they stabilize membership. 
if ESPN signing a deal with with the ACC, they want to know that at the end of that deal, that Florida State and Clemson and North Carolina and Duke are still going to be in the league, um, or else they might be paying for a product that the, that they don't want to pay for. Um, so I think the television networks above all will hope that these grant of rights hold because if they don't, then then what's the guarantee that when they sign a long term deal with a conference that the the people that they want to broadcast are even going to be in that conference when it's all said and done? That's a really good point because a lot of people say, well, what if Florida State goes to the SEC and you know the ESPN or Disney can just pay more money to the SEC? It's like, well, ESPN already has Florida State on their TV networks and they're paying a lot less to have Florida State on there or Clemson or North Carolina on there than they are paying for Vanderbilt or some of these other schools to actually be on there. So for, for them, it's beneficial to keep them on air uh, in the ACC. And this is why – this is something that was brought up uh, in the Board of Trustees meeting today – is that the that Disney ESPN can unilaterally decide to extend the grant of rights agreement that's currently in place from 20, 2027 to twenty thirty six, and I think that decision has to be made by twenty twenty five. Adam Gold here with my man, Coach Pete Deruta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. Are most of your clients hands-on or they just give you their money and let it work for them? About 90%, give the money, and then we meet every year and go through status reports, sure. have a financial pit stop, make sure everything's fine. It is like a puzzle, Adam, but for the next 10 of you, we'll solve your own retirement puzzle at no cost or obligation. Call and claim your comprehensive review with Coach Pete and the team, 888-843-0013, or text ADAM to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. Are we possibly going to see the ACC and ESPN maybe come back in good faith to the negotiating table to discuss further what they can do in terms of media deal or is ESPN just going to say, Hey, you know what? We're just going to keep it moving. Yeah. I think this was the most interesting part of what came out today. Most of the other stuff was kind of expected. Um, but the fact that, you know, we've been, we've been reporting all along and, and no one has told us we're wrong. And, and certainly when I say we, I mean the media at large that the ACC's deal with ESPN runs through 2036. Uh, the, we know the grant of rights runs through 26, but that their actual agreement with ESPN runs through 2036. Mm -hmm. What we found out today is that it doesn't. <laughs> it, it only runs through 2027 and that ESPN has an exclusive rights all the way up until February of 2025 to decide whether or not to extend that contract by nine years. Um, I, think that's, I think that's kind of important, and I think it gives ESPN an out here um, maybe to cut a deal with, with Florida State or to cut a deal with other members of the league, um, I, I, we'll see the full ramifications of that, but I mm -hmm. thought that was by far the most important thing that came out of all of these filings. I mean, the, the other thing I'll point out is that these filings are chock full of information that we have not been able to get. Yeah, We know exactly how much Notre Dame gets paid by the ACC now. I mean, some of that is in the in the, the the tax forms that the league files, and so you can kind of deduce it, but you know they get 18.4% of a share of that what the other schools get. All this information is, is in this lawsuit. I'm sure the ACC and ESPN did not want some of this out. Oh, 100%. And there's the reason why the grant of rights is basically under lock and key at the at the ACC office in Charlotte. <laughs> and, you know, because and now it's been made public. Now, now the grant of rights has been made public. Yeah, and here's the thing. It's going to be get made public, and I think a lot of people are going to really start combing over this thing. But the ACC has said this, this grant of rights is ironclad, Brian, and, and this is certainly going to be challenged. And, this is going to be a precedent moving forward for not just Florida State and the ACC, but again, every conference in the country and every school. If Florida State's successful with this, then who's to say that, you know, Oklahoma State and the Big 12 will challenge 
the right. other grain of rights or something along those lines, or Kansas. You know, who knows yeah, what they're going to try and do. I think it's important to think of this as sort of an opening salvo mm-hmm. that, that it's a negotiating tactic. I, I think oh, yeah. what Florida State is trying to do is, is come to an agreement on some number that's not the $572 million that is uh, that they think they would owe for getting out of the league right now. And, and th- clearly they're not going to get out of the league for $0. So is there a number between – zero and 572 million where Florida state and the ACC can agree and everyone can go their separate ways. I mean, obviously the ACC wants that number as high as possible because if, if Florida state can get out for 300 million, then, you know, Clemson's going to raise 300 million and get out, you know, North Carolina is going to raise 300 million and get out. I mean, this is as much about setting a number uh, for, for Florida state and maybe for other schools as it is uh, about, you know, dismantling the grant of rights. Your heart, it's the only one you have. Fortunately, you also have a choice. Expert cardiologists, talented surgeons, highly skilled specialists, all of whom chose WakeMed. Why? The main reason is the same reason patients choose WakeMed. Everything you need for the best possible care is right here. Learn more at WakeMed.org. WakeMed Heart and Vascular Physicians. Your heart, your choice.